This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome back to BQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Our next segment will feature the two-minute drill, but this segment, in a way, could be a four-minute drill because we've got four games to get to, so let's jump right on in. We'll start with the Buccaneers and the 49ers. For San Francisco, 11.5-point favorites at home with a total of 41.5. Joe, what do you see here? Yeah, it's like, what do you do? Uh, Tampa flying across the country after a comfortable win last week over the Titans. And then San Francisco, uh, they're also coming back from Florida much, much happier. I mean, this is a Jacksonville defense much improved that they just demolished last week. 7.3 yards per play. The CMC touchdown streak finally ends. I'm like, oh, maybe people (laughs) forgot about it. Let me take a look. Oh, yeah, it's minus 250. Yeah, yeah, that's... That's about right. Things are not going to change. Maybe he's going to start a brand new streak. Um, I don't have anything sad or total in this one, but there was a price that I looked up that I was a little surprised where we're at. And I'm looking at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers against tight ends. They've had issues. Now, I could not tell you who the Titans tight end is. So I don't think it's too much of a deal. And we're dealing with Levis. They could not move the football at all last week. They, they had around 200 total yards. But if you look at what the Bucs have been doing recently. Schultz, 12, 135, and a touchdown. Kincaid, 5 for 65, and a touchdown. The group of Falcons tight ends, whichever ones, whichever one uh, Arthur Smith wants to use, they had 74 yards against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So if I'm doing something in this game, I'm thinking Kittle. Kittle's plus 175 to score a touchdown? Really? That price seems off to me i I see him getting into the end zone against the bucks for a second when you said kittle i thought you were gonna say cade (laughs) Cade oh Oh, wait a tight this is the this is like the super bowl game of the tight ends tight end (laughs) yeah kate Kate otten finds the end zone again plus five kelsey takes offense to that by the way meaningless touchdown final two minutes of the game i see it i really don't have anything on this either it's just a lot of points and the niners look great but still do i want to lay this big number with san francisco no and i just not that interested in looking at a bunch of props for this one so it's pretty much pass for me No play on the side for me, but as far as the bits that I've had uh, considering these two teams, uh, I think the bits will be alive and well. First off, Chase Young 
can he get home this time? There might be some value there as far as him recording a sack. So that one I like a whole lot. And also, too, Baker Mayfield. Same thing with Jared Goff that I was talking about. Baker Mayfield's been a lot better playing under pressure. That's been a dimension to his game that's been missing. The fact that he has that now uh, makes me a little bit more comfortable to back, say, a Mike Evans prop. His rushing plus receiving is 56 and a half. I know the jet sweeps really aren't meant for him. But, hey, it's San Francisco. Maybe they have to do something creative. So over 56 and a half for Evans, I'm definitely comfortable with that just because if the Bucs are going to stay in this game at all, Mike Evans has to have massive contributions. So I think that's a comfortable place, uh, but no play on the side for me. Uh, per- How about we Purdy. move on now to the – Yeah, yeah. Purdy 249. Purdy. You think he goes over? I mean, you're not running on the Bucks, right? Isn't this going to be a Purdy game? Mm. Spreading Purdy it out. It might be. And Ayuk and a Kittle and – Nothing wrong with that, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it's a Purdy game, like, I don't necessarily think that's like an insult. I think it's just more of a descriptor. (laughs) And and that's fine. You know, look, he can play well. Receivers are wide open, like, you know, one of the higher wide open rates. And I've talked about his EPA till the cows come home. Uh, But I I look at this and I go, (laughs) yeah, it's a Purdy game. No problem. You can cover the 11 and a half. So so we're good there. Like my Southernisms. They they come on every now and till the cows remind come everyone where I'm. Yeah right. <laughs> sure. Uh, Giants and Commanders. Washington nine and a half point favorites here. Never mind what happened in the previous meeting. Commanders nine and a half point favorites in the here and the now. Total of thirty seven. Joe, how are you playing it, if at all? So up to nine and a half. Interesting because I, I have been hearing some betters make a case for the Giants, and I can't. I can't. There's too many games to bet on. We're going over all these angles for just about every matchup, and I look at this one, I'm like, no, thank you. All right, your two Tommy DeVito starts. They lose 49-17 to last week to Dallas, and two weeks ago, 30-6 to to the Raiders. So minus 56 point differential in the two DeVito starts. He's 42nd in the NFL in EPA per play. I think that's pretty good. Um, <laughs> Sam Howell. There, there, what, how mean, many teams are in the league? <laughs> look, I know, Aaron, I know it seems crazy that the commanders are favored by nine and a half, and maybe this gets it to does. 10 by game day. It, it's very crazy. But the same handicap with the Giants. What can they get to? What can they get to? Maybe DeVito passes. I don't know, because anybody can pass on the commanders, but I will not be betting on it. Yeah, this is a tough one, because obviously the Giants won the first matchup, one of their only wins this season. This might be their only (laughs) chance of doing anything good for the rest of the way this season. They say they're not tanking. I don't know if I believe it. I mean, they might not be purposely tanking, but Tommy DeVito stinks. He's not going to give them a chance to win. Uh, mm-hmm. even if you're going to do the whole division matchup, these two teams know each other. Well, I still go back to Tommy DeVito. Yeah. What can the giants That's do? It. The only place <laughs> I'm looking is I do think the commanders have found something offensively and Sam Howell has been playing very well. 246 and a half passing yards for Sam Howell against this awful giants defense. One of the Ooh. worst in the NFL Seems like a great option here because he has gone well over that. You look at his past few games, 312, 325, 397, 249. He's only gone under 246 and a half three times this season, and now he's playing much better. So I like Sam Howell over on his passing prop. It's minus 115 at BetMGM. 
You know why, Aaron, Sam Howell is playing that much better? Because he's not getting sacked nearly as much. His three lowest sack rates of the season have come in the last three games. And these are not bad pass rushes he's going up against. The Eagles, the Patriots, the Seahawks, they're not terrible defenses, not at all. In fact, the Eagles, I'd argue, are really, really, really good. Like, everybody can get a ton of pressures. But Sam Howell was able to withstand that and play well. So, absolutely, I think that's a good look. Uh, I'm going to be a little lame, guys, in this one. Joey Sly over six and a half kicking points. That's the play. I'm going back to the kickers in this one because what the hey? I mean, red zone sputtering may be how the Giants kind of stay in this one. It's also funny, too, Joe, when you were talking about uh, the fact that a lot of betters are making the case for the Giants here. My model has this closer to six instead of nine Mm. and a half. But I'm not tailing Tommy DeVito. You can't make me. You can't make me, Joe. I'm looking at uh, the DeVito props. It's 155 and a half passing yards. And oh my passing, gosh. <laughs> the passing touchdowns, they set it at a half. It's just a little juice to the over. He has three <laughs> passing touchdowns in his two starts. Still got beat up. I mean, maybe he, he could have a touchdown pass against the commander's secondary in garbage time. I could see that hitting. But it's mm-hmm. best that we all just walk away, right? Unless you have Washington and Survivor, don't even watch this. <laughs> yeah, the kicking exactly. points. And why would you? For. Ugh, Washington and Survivor, yeah. never. I might have yeah, to. Right? We've been I'd have been to burned by that or been sweating oh that just gosh. enough. Absolutely not. No way, no how. Cowboys and Pan- uh, Panthers. Cowboys and Panthers here. Uh, Dallas ten and a half point favorites on the road. Total of forty two. Joe, can Dallas repeat that offensive insanity that they did last week against the G-Men? It's, uh, I don't know, man. It's, it's so stupid. So Reich is like, <laughs> oh, I'm about to get fired? Really? Okay, I'll call the plays. Might as well go out my way. I guess he's doing his Frank Sinatra here. I don't, what do you, they can't do anything. God, the Carolina Panthers are just so pathetic. So we've made some good money betting on CeeDee Lamb a lot. Like all the alt numbers, he hit it last week. He hit the 150 plus. I think that was eight to one. So you would think that uh, there's been an adjustment there. We look at receiving yards. It's still too short. It's 81 and a half. Why? Am I am I crazy? Is that too short? Yes, that's. I already bet it. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Way too short. Yeah. I, don't, I think I don't it's something it where does the does the market understand that the Cowboys still pass the ball a lot, even when they're up big? Like this isn't the Tony Pollard Rico Dowdle show, even when Game Script says to do as much. They're still trying yeah. to throw it to CeeDee Lamb. Like, th- this is something the Cowboys have been doing for a long time now. It's like Keep the stars out there longer than they should be. Keep Dak out there longer just to kind of keep the offense rolling or whatever. I mean, there are entire games at the end of regular seasons where he's out there longer than he should be. And you know what? That's just their philosophy. It's not like other football teams in that regard. So I don't care the spread is big. I don't care what the game script is saying. That lamb number is short. I completely agree with you, Joe. Okay. Well, yeah, we Ed, you said uh, for a couple of uh, props that, oh, what if, you know, game script and they're up big, would mm-hmm. you be concerned? Now, with CeeDee Lamb, I still wouldn't, just like the others, because I think at a, 
he'll get to at least a hundred and then maybe they'll dial it back. But uh, I'm, I think yeah. he'll go over this prop once again. It's about half what it, he can I, do. What do you like? 81 and a half more than six and a half receptions. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of the farmer's dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra processed kibble and started eating fresh whole food. The farmer's dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. 81 and a half I like more because it's the Jake Ferguson thing, right? He, he's been so impactful as far as keeping this offense going. Like his on-off splits have been unbelievable. They need to keep him on the field as a potential pass catcher. So in that respect, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets more targets than, say, C.D. Lamb. But it's Lamb, the one is he's the one who's going to be doing most of the damage. I'd lean yeah. more on the yards, not to mention, like, the yak might also be a big deal here where he's just 100%. able to, to weave around traffic. I think that's the, the big play there. And look, alternate yeah. numbers, we've talked about that a lot with Lamb. I mean, of course we have because he's our favorite for offensive player of the year now. Like, he's the show's pick, right? That's the other thing is like alternate numbers are probably the even better play if you want to maximize a profit here for Lamb. Yeah, yeah. The um, look, I the Cowboys have three losses on the year, all three on the road. I'm not making a case for the Panthers to win this game outright, but laying more than double digits, I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys, anybody side total anything? My model says 11 and a quarter, and that might be just enough to back the Cowboys. But if I were, I don't know if I'd even do a full unit on that. I'd probably be a little bit more conservative because like you're saying, like Dak might very well be a different quarterback on the road, especially outdoors. So what does that mean in terms of timing and getting comfortable with, with routes, especially when you're dealing with intermediate and deep throws, things like that. And also too, I think Dak's mobility is something where he needs to be fully comfortable uh, for that element to work. So I can definitely see the reservations as to this being a potentially closer game. That's why I think the lamb prop probably makes a whole lot of sense. I also like Tony Pollard under 10 and a half yards for his longest gain. I think for him, okay. it's just going to be about running the football and that's fine. Uh, and look, the targets are going to go to lamb and Jake Ferguson. Hopefully cooks gets incorporated more like he did last week, but I don't know that that may have been a blip. That may have been an outlier. All right. Very good. Yeah, I think that, yeah. that's everything we got in that one. Yeah, for sure. Let's move on now to the Raiders and the Dolphins. Miami, 13 and a point favorites for the total of 48 and a half. How are we going to back the Miami Dolphins in this one, Joe? Ooh, are are we? Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> received a lot of support. It has been bouncing around 13, 12 and a half. It's a high-ish total game. You know, I've been looking at uh, – what they've done, the Raiders, since Antonio Pierce has taken over and two poor opponents and it's set up. It's been a perfect spot and they got off and running to start the game. Let's feed Jacobs. We got the lead. Let's keep feeding Jacobs again and again and again. And he's he got, what, 26 and 27 rushes in these two games. He's averaged 107 rushing yards in these two games. He got into the end zone twice. Game script has been a common theme today. 
I'm hesitant to jump on Jacobs props just because of that. Are we going to wake up at the end of the first quarter and see that the score is 21 to nothing? That's my concern with uh, taking over on Jacobs props. But I don't want to go under either because Pierce might just say, run the ball again, run the ball again. I don't want to give it back to the Dolphins right away, or at least let's take some time off the clock. Yeah, I was looking at Tua props in this one. I think this is a Dolphin spot. I think he has a big game against this Raiders defense, and they probably will run up the score. So it, uh, pass attempts, 31 and a half. His passing yards is 269 and a half. It's crazy how I think some of these quarterbacks' passing props are slow, but I don't know. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll take some L's on my uh, props this week. I'm not sure, but they seem low to me. Mm-hmm. Real quickly, anybody want to back the Miami Dolphins in the first half? Maybe that spread is the best play to where, okay, they get those turnovers, whatever, and then, you know, the Raiders just sell it off love in it. the second half. I love that play. That's that's a strong angle, especially extra time to prepare coming off the bot. Yes, I really like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, the two-minute drill. Our favorite college plays and Week 11 leaders and props right here on the BetQL Network.